Previously on NC GameFab. With your friend's help and my help, we'll make sure that you get all the wins you need. Whoa. Something smells fishy and it's not the t-shirts. Hello and welcome to MC GameFab, Matt's cool game for attractive people. I'm Matt, and this is my cool game, and if you're here with me tonight, then congratulations, you're all my attractive people. I'm very excited for y'all to hear this episode. This is when the town of Colgate really starts opening up, and you get to meet some of my favorite hateable people. For a small town, it's got a lot to offer. Like always, thanks for listening, and stay attractive. Well, you see, darling, I do have, I'm sure as you know, uh, I have quite the spending capabilities here, but I have to make, I mean, is your stock really that good? (laughs) I'm going to need you to make a guile roll. (laughs) Playing for real, for real, real, not for play play. Yeah. I'm going to get me my stock. That's an 11. Okay, she is... D6. Even from you, Cece, she's taken aback by your forwardness. She knows what you're doing, but she also wants your money. I feel like this could be mutually beneficial, friend. I'm not asking for anything illegal, just what's the best you got? Well, I've got a lot of things that are real good, but unless you know how to use them, I just don't know how effective they're going to be for you. See, do you understand how barometric pressure even affects the fish's ability to bite underwater? Wait, is that real? Yes, this is a real thing. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Darling, I know a lot about a lot of things. I don't know much about fishing, but I do know that a good product is going to help compensate for a certain, maybe, lack of knowledge. Okay, we're going to start you out small. Here's what you need to consider about Magikarp. They only come upriver once a year for spawning season. They're not exactly native, but for the last 35 years they've lived downriver in Wingo Lake. Once a year, they make the trip up Bend River to the river terminus in the Sweetwater Mountains. On their way up, they pass through Colgate, and that's where you come in. Now, I like to consider fish as the ultimate capitalists. They work together when they need to, and they eat each other when they don't. We may be predators to them, but don't forget they're predators in their own right. Now, most predators have front-facing eyes to follow prey's movements, but the Magikarp has side-facing eyes. What does this tell us about Magikarp? Damn. And what's that? That's right. It means their vision is not their primary method of hunting. You can spend loads of money on the most photorealistic facsimiles of bait fish money can buy, but a Magikarp can't tell a seal from a sfeel on vision alone. You need to be targeting its other hunting senses, sound and smell. You either want a lure that creates vibrations in the water that the fish can hear or feel, or some kind of bait that the fish can smell. So can I combine one of these little ball thingies, like the anchor ball, and maybe like a stink spray thingy? Is there like a combo that I do? Oh, you're talking about floats and weights. Well, this isn't so much about targeting the fish's hunting instincts, but rather targeting which part of the water column you expect to find the fish. If you want to hunt at or near the surface of the water, use a float to bring your bait to the top. If you want to hunt at or near the bottom of the water, use a weight to drag the bait downwards. Now, I'm assuming that each of you are going to be on the same team, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Here are some important rules. Each team member can have only one Pokemon out each. You register which Pokemon you're using on this list here next to your name. If you withdraw any other Pokemon not on this list, your team is disqualified. Just leave them in the truck. Roll the windows down. They will be fine. Oh. Now, about your Pokemon. They can help you track. They can lend you strength. They can even change the weather for you if they know how. Your Pokemon is allowed to do a great deal to help you, but what it is not allowed to do is attack. Oh, damn. (laughs) Question. Can I perhaps zap the energy from a Pokemon? Is that an attack? That is an attack. (laughs) Any direct attack on the Magikarp is a violation of the rules and will result in disqualification. Well, there goes plan B. (laughs) That's stupid, I can't use my panda. 
The same goes for status moves. I mean paralysis, confusion, poison, you name it. Whether or not it deals direct damage, if a Pokemon move targets a Magikarp, it's not allowed. Alright. <laughs> She's resigned. I had a backup plan. Because my uh, Shenotic can zap energy, and then I was just going to get Fonzie to reel it in. And finally, the most important rule. You can only have one Magikarp at a time. If you're not satisfied with your current Magikarp, you cannot put Pole back into the water until you throw the first Magikarp back. Oh, man. Oh, sunk cause. Ah. So is this considered like a a small fish? She's reading like the stuff on the box. She's still not 100% sure what any of this means. Magikarp are on the bigger end of freshwater fish. They're not particularly strong, they're not particularly smart, so they make up for it with size and bulk. A standard Magikarp is between 10 to 18 inches long from nose to tail. At this point in the season, they're going to be a bit fatter than normal to prepare for spawning season, so expect more. Personally, for this contest, I wouldn't even try to keep anything below 18 inches. But never say never, you might get lucky if every other participant gets skunked. With this in mind, I wouldn't recommend you use an ultralight rod to catch a contest-winning Magikarp. However, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't buy an ultralight rod. This brings us to live bait. But before we get to that, you've had a taste of my excellent fish-catching tips and tricks. And like drug pushers and ice cream shops, the first taste is free. But if you want my real help, the good, good stuff, I'm going to need you to make some purchases. Darlin, I feel like this is very interesting to you, and I am very happy you have found your passion. However, I just need to know how to catch the damn fish. The DM feels attacked here. (laughs) Yeah, DM girl. Okay, Jeanette walks up to the counter, and then she puts down, uh, she counts out her Pokescents, and she puts down 400 for Stink Spray, uh, 100 for a lure, and then fucking 800 standard rod. I don't know if I have that much money. I think I do. Yeah, you do. You get 10 bucks a week, and we're in week three, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is 10 bucks like 1,000 Poke dollars? Yeah, Poke cents. So, so it's basically just to imagine that there is a decimal point two points to the left of wherever the first zero is in the row. Okay. So, like, the biggest rod is $10. And so the most expensive thing in here is a heavy rod for, for, for $10. $10. Yeah. And uh, apparently as, there's no fucking inflation in Colgate. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, as I was saying, let's talk about live bait. As I mentioned, only one Magikarp can be out of water at a time. A fun little loophole to this rule is live bait. Use an ultralight rod to catch small fish by the banks. Then you take that tiny fish and you hook it onto a heavy rod and toss it into deeper waters. This is how you catch the big, big fish. Oh. Okay. That seems rather mean to the small Magikarp. Unfortunately, Cece, the one thing I just can't sell you here is the heart of a winner. You'll have to find that on your own. Excuse me. Excuse me. May I ask a question? What are we using as live bait? Um, Potentially you... other Magikarp. Excuse me, I'm going to go to the restroom. <laughs> you didn't need to tell us that. You asked me earlier to sell you the good, good stuff. Well, here it is. She pulls out a black luxury ball and opens it. A Pokemon pops out. You all recognize it as a Wingle. For anyone in the audience who doesn't know, a Wingle is a water-flying-type Pokemon based off of a seagull. This is Junko Jr. Say hello, Junko Jr. And we talked about barometric pressure, right? Yeah. Well, most species of fish have air bladders. Think of them as water wings, if they were inflated by your lungs. Fish float in the water because of these air bladders. But barometric pressure affects these air bladders. So if the pressure is falling, fish will move deeper. And if the pressure is rising, fish will move higher, so the pressure in their air bladders stays relatively constant despite changes in the atmospheric air pressure. And this is where Junko Jr. comes in. Junko Jr. uses the Pokemon move Defog to artificially change the pressure in the air. At your personal whim, 
you can lower the air pressure around you to force the nearby fish to dive, or raise the air pressure to force nearby fish to surface. Damn. Right. Yeah. Wow. So you want, but you want it to be clear. You want the you want the weather to be like clear. Yeah. Oh, not necessarily. Weather indeed plays a factor on most fishing trips, but clear weather is not necessarily the be-all end-all. Some fish prefer sunshine, while others might prefer rain. Magikarp are kind of oblivious. They don't seem to notice rain or sleet or sunshine. What they do notice is barometric pressure. They want to float at a height as comfortable as possible. And Junko Jr. can make that decision for them. Wow. And that's going to be a rental of $30 per hour. Woo! Yeah, you can fucking shove that, but I mean... She has a black whatever card. She can charge it. Charge it to her husband's money or whatever. Are we really going to rent a bird? Great idea if we win. Uh, yeah. And it's not our money. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, actually, it is my money. I am married to him. Well, stop. It is my my, money. It's not oh, it's not what, you think she blows him for fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Damn, yeah. cutting to the heart of this fictional marriage, huh? <laughs> This is just hey, like a you whole called shit my shit out. out. You called my shit out about the fishing. I'm gonna call you. Call you out about the fucking CC's fake marriage. <laughs> Man, I wanna go, no, no, go camping no, with you. No. Oh yeah, no, I I am so fucking down to go camping. You don't even fucking know. Country, yay! Let's yeah. go. I'm a camping boy. I love camping. It's my favorite thing. Elise, meanwhile, Elise is over here whispering to me. This is so boring and dumb. Oh. No. I'm just not sure how good of audio this might be for all of our two listeners that we'll eventually have. Yeah, but I mean, we can also, we can cut out the stuff that's more boring. And you know, also, like, most of what's going on here probably isn't going to get in the, in the... Yeah, and counterpoint to Elise, it's my birthday. Shut the fuck up, y'all. Yeah, Matt can take birthday. birthday. I'll talk about fishing if I want to, goddamn. <laughs> Matt can ramble on and on about fishing as long as... That's right. Thank you. Thanks, Roy. You're welcome, Matt. Happy birthday, Matt. It's interesting. I actually just read up on pressure because you mentioned that weird thing earlier. So I'm learning. I'm learning so much, Matt. You're so educational. You can just punctuate the episode with, uh, it's the DM's birthday and I'll talk about fishing (laughs) if I fucking want to. (laughs) Yeah, I'll punctuate it with, if y'all are at all interested in IRL fishing, this Pokemon knowledge I'm about to drop on you applies to real life fishing as well. I think that this is the definition of infotainment. (laughs) So let's put the rental of that bird on my card here, and let's just go ahead and do a little bit of shopping. Let's get a... Wait, Cece, before you finalize this, I want to rent this bird for 20 an hour. Uh, No, it's 30 an hour. We've been over this. Why is that? I could go catch a bird right now and make it... (laughs) You're more than welcome to, friendo. (laughs) I got a bird I need to punch. He's still a sticker. <laughs> when when else are you going to get this time to lease this bird out? We're your best opportunity. And unfortunately, we're also buying rods from you, so cut us a deal. Uh, Cece is already renting it for $30 an hour. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I mean, 20 30 it really honestly doesn't make much of a difference. Yeah, it's, yeah. Her, it's her feet for free money. It's she, money anyways. And she whistles to the bird. She says, Junko Jr., showtime. I feel like I feel like um, with Cece, she's actually like, "Can we make it forty an hour?" <laughs> Just oh, to make yeah. it feel more important, uh, Junko is not going to fight you there. She's like, oh, "Hey, if you want to charge forty an hour, I mean, that's no one said forty an hour." Who am I to deny such a reasonable request? No, just like, just like, because, because apparently, I, I get this like headcanon that she's kind of like fuck her husband a little bit. No, she actually likes her husband. She likes her husband's money. She, she likes her husband. She likes that she made a kid with her husband. Yeah, that's probably it. Damn. I mean, she, she likes him enough. I wouldn't she necessarily say that she loves him, but the kid's good though. Kid's a a plus plus. A++. Oh no, she loves her kid, and he's 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 a he's a partner. He's all right. Yes. Okay. So, out of character, how I haven't really spent any actual money yet. Yeah. So, how about I go ahead and get the expensive <clears throat> rod? And, Roy, if you want to get the medium rod... Uh, Cece, I will point out to you that heavy rod is going to require strength rolls on your part. Is Cece ready nope. for that? Nope. I'll get a standard rod. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, standard <laughs> rod. 
We already have stink spray. Is there a usage amounts on the stink spray? Uh, stink spray is pretty much just one time only. No, 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 no. It's it reusable. reusable. I think it says reusable on the thing. So uh, yeah, reusable. Just if I said it only is for a specific amount, then you can only use it for a specific amount. There are some in there that say they're like five uses, but most of them should last you the goings-on of this. So if you're getting them for this, you should be able to use them for them. Okay. Sick money. Hey, Maya, you lift. You should get the heavy... Yeah. Well, he's gone, remember? He's been recused from this contest. Yeah. Oh. He recused, he's recusing himself in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Oh, I see. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm off doing other stuff. Okay, so I'm going to get an ultra light rod, since okay. Alex has already gotten the uh, medium, okay. standard, yeah. whatever. And I'll get an anchor ball. Okay. And also, let's get a float, in case the barometric whatevers is doing the whatevers. <laughs> I love uh, it. Wait, wait, no. I'm going to need you to roll that past me one more time. <laughs> I'm going to get the floats, in case the barometric whatevers are doing the whatevers. Man, you're just all over the place, aren't you? You said that the fish could either be high or low, so I got a high thing and a low thing. What more do you want? Okay. I actually love this logic. Yeah. I like my fish high. Here's my question. How are you going to get the fish on the hook? Oh, shit. I need to buy hooks, too. (laughs) Uh, uh, You bought a lure. Lures have hooks already in them. No, oh, no, I mean, shit. I already how, did that. how is Cece going to get the fish on the hook if all she has is a rod and weights? Yeah, no, Cece's bones. <laughs> Stone them together. <laughs> oh, no. Well, she didn't say anything about bait. No, she didn't say. Oh. She said you want something that either uses smell or... Well, do we have the stink spray. Isn't that basically bait? What are you going to spray, Elise? The hook. So the, you don't the have any hooks spray. yet. Does it not come with the rod? No. No, it doesn't come with the... Did your fishing pole come with hooks? Yes! Like, and because yours was a combo thing, this is not a combo Why thing. Why is this not a combo thing? Because she because. wants to make the most amount of money possible. But also, you don't, you don't fucking put one directly on a... You don't put stink spray on a hook, you put stink spray on a lure. Yeah. Or, I don't or bait. Know. Told you we should have haggled. <laughs> right, I will also add on some hooks. So that is a total of 1600 Okay, sounds good. This episode of Pokemon has been brought to you by Bass Pro Shop. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I kind of love it when, like, tabletop games get into, like, NPC store haggling. Like, I like it when, like, in between adventures or whatever, tabletop podcasts, they get into, like, haggling with NPCs over prices. Oh, I love this I'm shit. down with that, too. Okay. It's fun. You didn't have a funny enough voice to be Garfield the Deals Wizard, though. I feel like Junko is a more balanced and nuanced character than that. By balance and nuance, you mean all over the place? Okay, her voice is all over the place. Her character is pretty consistent. (laughs) That's fair. Very true. So, uh, we only have, like, two fishing poles bought between the three of you, I think. Uh, (laughs) There's there's four, actually. Oh, oh yeah, Falter's been super, he's been super, super quiet. I'm I'm meditating and recording all this B-roll. All right! I also need a fishing pole. Okay, so just a standard one? Standard. Okay, you want to get... you just going to have no hooks like Cece? <laughs> I bought hooks. That's added to my list. Should I... You know, I don't know if I... Hold on. Let me, let me check my stats here. Let me see if I, I would be perceptive enough to think that maybe I should get... Were you paying any attention at all to the lady talking at the table? Because she's explained all of this. I barely mm. paid attention. Only partially. I mean, Cece... No, I mean, would, was, Fal- was Faulkner paying attention? Only, only partially. He audio. Like, he can listen to all of it again. Yeah, he has that ability. That's his feat, is he can play back audio immediately. Wait, what if he's always listening to the audio he just recorded? Oh, shit. Oh, so I guess, Recursive mirrors. I, I, guess, I guess I could frame it either way that, yes, I, I did, in fact, hear what she said. I don't know if I was listening in the moment. I was focused on the equipment working, but... Uh, I listen back. Faulkner lives his life like 15 seconds in delay. (laughs) Shit happens around him, and then like 15 seconds later, he listens to the quality of the... Yep, but he always gets to bleep out the swear words. Only certain swear words. (laughs) Hey, Elise, I'll give you an in-game bonus if you hand me a pen. (laughs) Alright, sec. That's to be a good pen, though. Can't be a shit pen. Choose wisely. Yeah, that looks good. Ha! Thank you. Oh, he got it! Of course, I'm excellent. What's my bonus? Your bonus is the knowledge that you can also tie Pokeballs to fishing line. I'm assuming I have a few. 
Oh yeah, you have you've got a couple of Pokeballs. You bought a couple oh. of Pokeballs. Sweet. You you bought a couple of those special Pokeballs, but because you don't remember what they are. I don't remember when I bought them. You're such a rich girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's about an hour since you left the Masturbator fishing supply. You've all taken your gear and you've made your way to the north terminus of Bend River where festivities are scheduled to officially begin soon. Some groups of people have gotten kayaks out. Others are prepped to go fishing from the banks of the river. There's a little podium with a PA set up. A short, stout, pot-bellied man with platinum blonde spiked hair saunters up to the microphone, followed by a bipedal red Pokemon. Both man and Pokemon are sporting wraparound sunglasses, <laughs> a flame print club shirt, <laughs> and denim jorts. Did you just make Guy Fieri in game? <laughs> yes. Oh no, I made him much worse than Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh my god, hit me with it! <laughs> Bienvenidos, Power Bottoms. It's your boy, the dog. <laughs> oh god, no. Dennis D. Dongus is in the mix and he's slinging his special savory sauce. <laughs> Y'all peeps, of course, know me from my local establishment sports bar, somebody called 911 Wings and Barbecue. You might also know me as the respected food critic from my weekly column in the newspaper, the 911 Commission Report. But today I'm rolling up in the SS No Fat Chicks to be judge, jury, and flexicutioner on some criminally tasty food entrees. That's right. It's time for the Spring Festival Food Competition, starring me, the Donger, as Toastmaster, Roastmaster, Brostmaster, and one of three judges. Now, all the food submissions have been submitted now, but uh, we'll be waiting until the end of the fishing competition before the official judging begins. Now, as we all know, anything more sugary than barbecue sauce is basically bitch food for bitches. But some frou-frou poodle dogs out there decided this town needed a dessert competition, too. Now, as a man with a non-expired man card, I'll be abstaining Jesus. from voting here, just like I abstained your mom last night. Ha! Got him! Sauce me! <laughs> the Pokemon hands Dennis a bottle of sriracha, and he does a quick whip it off of it. Oh, that's my shit! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for about a month to use this guy. Jesus Christ. All right, uh, I'm going to need all of you to roll for gossip. Oh, my God. What if I don't want to know more about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you can abstain. <laughs> That's what I'm I got a Duke got a 12. Okay. Uh, I can't remember my stat. I know it's and honestly, <laughs> Duke. You don't. You already know all of this already because uh, the rest of you who have the rest of you who have rolled even a six or a higher, you Ooh. wonder if there's any sort of tension between Dennis and the mayor. Oh, seeing as oh. how last month's nine one one commission report saw Dennis verbally eviscerate the offerings at Mayor Duke's last barbecue. <gasps> <gasps> You specifically oh, recall the oh. phrase "babies first, baby back ribs." Oh, how dare he! And a sauce weaker than Duke Davenport's deadlift. <gasps> oh my God! Did anyone get a nine or a higher on gossip? Yes. Okay. What a fourth. Okay, if it, the, for those of you who got a nine or higher, you know that Dennis is currently, you've heard, in a heated legal battle with another resident of the town, uh, Mr. Derek D. Doxtator. Yeah. Why? Well, Doxtator. did anyone roll a 12? Damn it, I rolled uh, a Nurse Roy did a 14. Son of a bitch! Nurse Roy, I, I, you know why. You've heard that both men in town are suing each other over the rights to use the IP Triple D as a business name. Whoa. <laughs> Are they both men? Yes. <laughs> of course they are. Yeah. yeah, of course. Hey, one one can be a woman. <laughs> but no, they're both very douchey men. Ah, see, hey, man, he's the DM. He makes the rules. <laughs> so, uh, Mayor Duke, it's at this point that you can roll up if you'd like. I'll, I'll, show, I'll show back up. Okay. 
I'm like, oh, hey, everybody. Uh, how's it going? I had to pop off to do some, uh, you know, some civ- civic duties. <laughs> I, I said duty. <laughs> but uh, I managed to uh, run by my, uh, see if it was okay if I participate in the fishing competition. It's all right. So I ran by the house and I got my big rod and uh, a couple of my doers because they're going to be doing a lot of fish catching, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I feel like Duke just like puts a pork chop on the end of his hook and tries to catch fish that way. Uh, using actual beef or pork or anything like that is a valid means of fish catching. He just, he just it's drops a good thing I got a big freezer. Because <laughs> they got any extras from your barbecuing? He just yeah. drops the fish into a barbecue sauce bottle. Instead That's of it. chum, he's like throwing out barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Now who's got the shit like barbecue sauce? It's like blood in the water for sharks, except <laughs> even catfish yeah. won't touch his barbecue sauce. Oh, oh man! Whoa! Oh, like fight If you guys knew more about fishing, you'd know that's a devastating insult because catfish love very stinky and odorific things. <laughs> Man, I think Duke Davenport is gonna gonna have to beat some ass today. <laughs> Dude, I might. I just might. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are like hanging out here by the shoreline, and uh, there are people taking entries, and there is a man who is similarly dressed to the Donger. You might know him around town by the name Skeeter. But uh, he has got a clipboard, and he is taking uh, club entries for everybody, and he wants to know what's your group's name and team leader. All right, everybody, quick huddle. What do we want to call our team? Something good. Well, that's pretty good, but let's make sure it's super good. It can't be awful like last time. And she looks at Jeanette. (laughs) I... I Hey, we sh- we c- we can call ourselves the Pinkertons after my buddy here, and he goes. Rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> I was I? thinking we could just call ourselves the Church of Our Lady Wabafet uh, RCS Worshipper uh, Group Party Deluxe Boat. Close. That's good. Let's maybe workshop it a little bit, so it's maybe not so long. Maybe we could do something kind of like how I name my podcast. So mm-hmm. you could uh, you could do the ghastly Pokemon Hunter Fisherman people. A true story. Oh. Colon, a true, a true story. story. <laughs> we are getting closer. We're getting closer, I think. Keep on There's pushing. definitely less words there. <laughs> yes, there's less words. Also on the form... It asks you which Pokemon you're going to be using in the competition because you can only use one Pokemon per person in the team. The mm. only person that's relevant for is Jeanette right now. You get to pick one or one of your two. Oh, that's right. They're both electric, so I really can't zap the the other one to death, right? You can manipulate the environment. You can attack uh-huh. not inanimate objects, but you can't attack the Magikarp. Okay, I think I'll pick the. The Voltorb. Picking Voltorb. Okay. Let's call ourselves the um, the Chum Bucket. Oh, that's good. Because we're all chums. <laughs> oh, I like that, Roy, very mm. much. I mean, it's shorter to say. And you know what? At this point, I would rather just move on to winning. So if that's what we all want to go with, let's do Chum Bucket. Hooray. Couldn't we say, like, the Magic Carps? Or Faulkner and the Magic Carpsers. That makes us sound like a terrible band. And also, that's like naming your basketball team the Basketballers. (laughs) (laughs) Basketball. Listen here. This is, you see, this is all branding. I brand my podcast all the time. So I just want to want people to get what we, you know, what we do here on the Magic Carpers. Just name your uh, your band Real Big Fish, but with two E's instead of, like, E-A. Ooh, fucking sh- I don't fucking like sh- that. <laughs> it's actually already a band name. I, I know. <laughs> fucking stupid. We're Team TCB, baby. You know what? That's going to work for us, so just put us down for the chum bucket. Skeeter, thank you very much. 
as he's writing this down on the notebook, you can't help but catch a couple glimpses of his clipboard, and you see some other familiar names from around town on this. Uh-huh. Do I need to roll gossip? Uh, yeah, each of you oh, individually yeah. roll gossip. Roll, I roll, rolled a 10. Please. I, I rolled the 13. Okay. Duke. Okay. Duke, you definitely see your uh, rival here, uh, the Donger, has his own crew from the restaurant. Uh, he is going to be kayak fishing on a very large... Uh, it's not on a kayak, it's a small riverboat, uh, and he's named it the SS No Fat Chicks. <laughs> oh my god, he didn't even go for a bad pod! Oh, that's so bad. Like I said, he's worse than Guy Fieri. <sighs> and uh, Faulkner, uh, what'd you get on Gossip? I got a 10 on this one. Okay, uh, yeah, Faulkner, uh, you definitely see a name you'd really prefer not to see in this competition. In fact, you're really thinking about whether or not you want to confront this person or if you just want to hide and make sure that nobody there sees you two in the same room together. It's not my it's wife, not- is it? It's not just your wife. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oof. Oh no. Maximum oof. <laughs> the plot thickens. Who else? Well, I think that would be a Mr. And then you hear right behind you. Well, 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 look who we have here. Uh. <laughs> so quiet. You all turn around and you see. Well, uh, Faulkner, how about you describe her for us? Uh, ginger is, um, you know, she's a ginger. And, uh,. Maybe has some like really thick glasses, freckles, you know, ginger ish, mm-hmm. but like looks like a soccer mom, though. Like maybe like uh, she used to be kind of overweight, but she's gotten in shape a little bit since we uh, went, since we split up. So um, I'd say she's probably about uh, 42 years old. OK. And, and uh, I assume and I assume she's going to be wearing a shirt for her uh, a shirt repping her ASMR channel. Yes, and for her team name, A Quiet Place, represent- oh <laughs> oh, man. representing her Ready. ASMR channel, The ASM Arsonists. Oh, oh yes! That's good! <laughs> they dunked your fucking name, guys. No! Wrong. And behind her is a, a guy you don't get a good look at right now, because all you see is him maintaining- a selfie stick with a camera on it and some uh, audio rigging. And if you look closely, you catch a look at the screen and it's a live stream. And the text says confronting my ex-husband live hyphen ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) CC sees the camera and fixes her hair. (laughs) (laughs) I pull out my mic immediately, by the way, it's already out. It's already out, but, uh, it's like uh, well, hello, Ginger. I, so funny to see you here. I, I was recording uh, this as part of a new podcast series I'm doing. Oh, it looks like we're having a, a bit of a crossover. Is that you recording uh, this? I, it's funny. I'm recording you. Uh, so is this like a live stream? I don't record. I stream. People record for me. Oh, my God. But I'm happy that your hobby seems to be working out for you. How does it feel? To have that magic carp look-alike streaming your videos, sucking on your viewers, what? and it's at this point that you <laughs> notice that you, you notice at first like the guy is a little bit you know on the taller side, but you didn't really think anything of it at the time. But then like he kind of turns around to get a better angle of Ginger, and you just kind of realize this guy's really fucking handsome. Uh, he is a tall, beefy, curly-haired Adonis in athletic shorts and a crop top. And this crop top was clearly at one point a hoodie before the sleeves and midriff were cut off. Wait a second. Is her new so- boyfriend Carrot Top? <laughs> he does like Carrot Top. I don't... I didn't know that was a reference, but sure, we... Uh, I mean, his voice is going to be completely different, but <laughs> if you want to think of him as looking like Carrot Top, that's totally fine. And I actually can't unsee it now, so thank you for that, Logan. The faded text on the front of his crop top sweater says, Colgate Community Theater. Oh, yes. He puts the uh, phone down for a second, and he greets you in a booming, basso profundo voice. Aristophanes Jones. 
actor, <laughs> producer, multimedia what? artiste, delighted, I'm sure. <laughs> He hands oh, you no. all business cards, which are really just small laminated headshots of himself with his contact info on the back. Oh, he's such an actor. Definitely an actor. What exactly do you do? Oh, well, uh, a multimedia artiste for now. I'm also an actor and producer. I produce the work here that you see here with our lovely channel, the ASM Arsonists. I am executive producer here. And considering our theater work, surely you've seen our work in the biannual Christmas shows. No, no. I, I'm, a, I'm afraid I haven't heard of those. You haven't, uh, watched, oh, our, you haven't watched our uh, Milotic on 34th Street? I've, I've ne- never heard of it. It's a Wall of Life? Have you guys heard of that? Dr. No, Seuss's I've never heard of How the Grand Bull Stole Christmas? <laughs> uh, not, not ringing the bell. No. Oh, yeah, I've seen every single one. You guys are great. I really appreciate what you're doing. No, you haven't. No, community. you're thinking of, a, you're thinking of another. <laughs> oh, well, then I've got, well, then I've got a spring Christmas gift for you, sweetie. Flip that business card over. She does. There's an autograph on it. <laughs> oh, wow. thank you so much. He winks I'll and does the finger guns at you. Hold, hold oh, the fucking, hold, not the fucking, hold the fucking finger phone. guns. Hold the fucking phone. Jeanette flushes. If you're such a fucking successful actor, why are you doing this? Because I'm branching out. You know, everyone goes through low periods right now. There's nothing wrong with you know reevaluating our lives, especially if there's something like passion on the line. Isn't I'm that so right? I'm so sorry to hear that your acting career is taking a nosedive. Uh, <laughs> You know, YouTube's, uh, I hear, you know, from uh, Ginger over there, I know YouTube's quite profitable, but, uh, I, you know, I just, you know, I don't think you're going to get quite that same fulfillment as you would from ha- uh, Zatube, by the way. Zatube. Yeah. And he hears you, but he pretends he doesn't hear you, and he just mm-hmm. turns to Ginger and he says, mm, yes, isn't that right, my sweet little Ginger snap? Y- you know, uh, I once Eskimo went to kiss a- in front of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, I once went through a midlife crisis and started a podcast, and now I'm one of the best podcasters in all of Colgate, most popular. So, uh, Cece pats him on the arm and goes, "Darling, I maybe wouldn't call it a midlife crisis. That's not maybe the best way to put that, especially in front of her hot young boy toy." You see that guy? Yeah. He's all smiles on the outside, but trust me, he's cracking on the inside. He's cracking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Get your head in the game if that's what it—if that's what you got to do, so we can win this fishing competition. Let's kick some fucking magic carp ass. And yes. Then, and then from behind him, you see Orville Strank pop up, and Orville puts his hand on Aristophanes' shoulders and says, "Are you kids ready to get a move on now?" Uh yes, sir. Uh, I'm, ma'am, I was—I was talking to my friends here, or my fellow teammates here. Oh. Teammates. He kind of looks sheepishly at the two of these fuckers. He says, yeah, I know what you're thinking, but the thing is, uh, I really prefer to do these sort of competitions solo when possible, but this is a group activity, as you can see. So the thing I look forward to the most in a team is the ability to keep quiet for long periods of time. And, well, (laughs) ASMR kids are real good at that. Yeah, why don't you just stay quiet? And then you just overhear... And you look over, and Ginger has got, like, one of those double-ear microphone setups, and she's just tapping her long fingernails against it while blowing gently. <sighs> yeah, all right. That's just just get on to the kayak and, you know, try, try to keep things quiet for the time being. And they all three of them just kind of head off into a kayak nearby. So, Duke, how do we want to handle this? The competition is just about to start. Do you all want to just start fishing off the bank? Do you want to try to steal someone's kayak? Do you want to go further down the river? If you are not sure what to do, you could always try rolling for survival to check your outdoorsy knowledge. I'm gonna I'll, I'll roll for survival to see uh, the best way we should approach this. Okay. I got a 14. Alright. You know that the shallow banks or off the shallow banks are a of the river are going to be the easiest fishing, but it's also going to be where the smallest fish are. You know, going into deeper waters or further down in the river is going to offer much larger contest-winning fish, but they're going to be much harder to catch, especially this early. 
So, like, how how much time are we devoting to the competition? Officially, you have two hours. Okay. You can also confer yeah. with your party members if you want to well, you know, make con- it a group decision. As a quick reminder of the contest rules, you can only have one fish out of the water at once. And if you proceed to throw that fish back, you can catch a new one, or you can go turn it in. Wait, I thought you then, could use the fish as bait. You can. Yeah. That is the that's the third thing, is that that's the kind of uh, the wiggle room that the master baiters chick told everybody last session. And also, because I know Elise probably doesn't remember this, she knows she hey. rented a bird, but she doesn't remember why. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't remember what the to ask about the bird. Does. Yeah, so. Bird for what? Defog. That's why. That means nothing to these people. Okay. <laughs> what is what a bird? The bird allows, because you've rented the bird for a not insubstantial amount of money, the bird allows you to change the air pressure around you, which is legal in the contest. With changing the air pressure of the water around you, what you can do is you can force fish to move either to the bottom of the water or to the top of the water, the water surface, depending okay. on whatever your preference is. Ooh, so how petty do you want to be? Who, me? No, Cece. I think you know the answer. Because uh, you could use that to your advantage, or... I mean, I was already thinking that. Good, good. (laughs) Well, as far as I can tell from, you know, being out here in the old outdoors and all my fishing knowledge I've acquired over the years of raising my little boy Danny D, Dee Dee... We could sit here on the shoreline and we may be able to catch us like a small, small, small fat guy or we could go further down this, further down the river, possibly be able to uh, get to some deeper water, catch us one of them big boys, if you know what I'm saying. Cece raises her hand. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I did buy this here light rod. And the lady who talks too much at the shop did say that we can catch a small fish and then use it to catch the bigger fish. So maybe we should get a small fish here and then go out. That's exactly what I was going to say, Cece. See? Bright minds think alike. I offer her a high five. She takes it, but is really ginger. She doesn't want to, like, fuck up her nails. Yeah, just like, it's kind of like the (laughs) the kind of, like, sloppy palm, like, soft. High five. Like, the fingers are really bent back. Like, yeah. Yeah. A gentle cup. (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, We can spend a little bit of time here, but we, if, if, if we're gonna, if we're gonna beat that son of a bitch donger, (laughs) pardon me, that son of a bitch donger, then we need to get, like, we need to catch, we need to catch one of these bait fish Set it, get down river so that we can feed it to a big fucker. Sounds good to me. Language aside, I approve. Jeanette okay. hands Roy her her standard rod. Oh well, thanks, Jeanette. Um, we've done a bit of fishing in a long time. I start walking down the deck, and I kind of plop down on the end of it. And, now, uh, don't forget, there's a lot of a, a lot of things. You- do to it, like the the stinky stuff and the floaty stuff, and um, she brings over the shopping bag full of items. Yeah, basically I want to ask, are you casting away from yourself, or are you just dropping it straight into the water? Are you wanting to fish the surface, or you want to go a little deeper, or you want to go all the way to the bottom? Fuck, dude, I, I don't know. Uh, I want to catch a fish. Try something. Uh, just- small, small fish. All right, I'm well, going to cast out then. Okay, cast out. I'm okay. going to reach inside the bag. I'm reaching inside the bag and I'm uh, grabbing. I, t- I smell. I smell the bait and I give it a little taste because I'm not sure what the fuck it is. And then I uh, stick it on the fishing hook. Okay, what does it taste like to you? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Give me a bag of taint, Christ. Correct. It is taint flavored. <laughs> I knew it. It's well known. It's well known that uh, the Whizcash family loves the smell of taint bait. Perfect. Whizcash used to fucking eat those. I think. I don't know. My dad just put shit in front of my. The Whizcash family is basically the Pokemon equivalent to catfish. 
I know. I love I love Wishcash. It was my favorite Pokemon. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, my dad used to slide Wishcash under the door. I think in the in the metal flap. Uh, anyways, so I I stick and I, I cast uh, I cast the the string out. Okay. Lies out. That's going to be an uh, acrobatics roll. Cool. Five. Okay. You don't get terribly far out, but you still get probably about 15 feet away from yourself. And uh, it's not going to bite immediately unless you just got super lucky, which you didn't. All right. So I've got a standard rod Mm -hmm. and uh, I've got a mic latched to it. Okay. I don't think I picked up any bait. Yeah, I don't I think, think you did. bait between... You you picked up a rod. That was it. Oh, a, and the shirt, of course. Here's a thing that you know just from exposure to these weirdos and to uh, that shop owner. Fish are omnivorous little monsters who will eat just about anything. Do I have any food in my bag? I'm gonna, I can pull out maybe, maybe some snacks I can latch on. As long as you describe to me what it is you're pulling out. Bonus points <laughs> oh. if it's just something goofy as hell. Oh, he's got some Puff Cheetos. You know he does. He's a podcast. <laughs> yep. All right, those are, uh, they're not Puff Cheetos. They are Funyuns. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's actually so, really that's, good. That's still a Puff Treat. You know, honestly, if you think about it, it's it's shrimp-shaped. Yeah. And, and it's smelly. It's smelly. And because of its weird texture, when exposed to any kind of moisture, it's going to snap, crackle, and pop, just like Rice Krispies do. So you've got your own little built-in action right there. That's not a bad idea. All right. So uh, I'm going to attach that. Now, before I, th- I actually... So I'm going I'm to get ready to cast it. Do I need to roll for that? Yeah. Standard rod, you say? Yep. Okay, that's going to be a acrobatics roll. Oh, good. I'm so good at the acrobatics. So is everybody. I'm actually pretty good at acrobatics. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> so, okay. But either way, before I actually... So I'll, I'll, use that to, I'll use that for my cast. But before I do that, before I even do that, I, I just want to say... I'm recording a line like, so here I am. World's biggest fishing competition. Gonna catch a magic. I'm gonna do this in the name of my Pokemon, Third Love. Do you have trouble finding the perfect Pokemon for your, uh, the f- perfect bra for your Pokemon? Uh, well, oh my God. don't we worry. Third Love has got you covered. Third, go, Third Love. I'm doing this one for you. And then I cast with the 1d6 roll. Oh my God. Which he Using re- promo code get magic carved. All right, for ten percent off. So what did Splash. you roll? One. You rolled a one. Okay. You don't accidentally hook anybody. That in itself is a victory, but it doesn't go far at all. It just chunk just drops into the water in front of you, but not in a graceful, meant to do that drop sort of way, but in a way that would, if there was any fish nearby, scares them away. Hmm. All right. And it just kind of continues to drop deeper and deeper into the water. So, I've got a light rod. I have got sting spray. I don't believe that I bought bait. I sure didn't. I bought some hooks, though. Um, so, my bird, can he sense just in general? He doesn't how- sense anything. Well, I mean, like, you know, the whole air pressure nonsense. It doesn't sense air pressure. It changes air pressure. Oh, damn. Well, if I don't get anything, I can use them on the next turn. Um, It's not one-time use. You can just have it running. Well, I bought weights, so I think it makes the most sense to have my bird friend do the low air pressure so things are to the bottom. Okay, it's up to you. And do I spray the stink spray on the hooks? Why don't you roll for survival if you're not sure? (laughs) Oh, boy. I rolled a 5, which is better than I expected on a 1d6. Yeah, you feel like it'd probably be better if you had bait, but in li- in lieu of bait, yeah, you can just spray stink spray on your hook. So does anyone have any extra bait? I forgot to buy some. You're right. Oh, I got I got some stank bait for you. What you got, Mayor? Shit, shit's rank. I call like I call it. You're like it's so rank that I call. Or you're like I call it my ex-wife. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's an excellent joke, but we are on a clock here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hand her. Quick question, Duke. You know this is from your personal collection. Most, if not all, baits are made to look like a specific 
animal or bug, something that the fish you're hunting for would normally prey on in the wild. What animal or bug is this bait meant to imitate? Like uh, that salamander Pokemon. Okay, a salandit? Yep, that's the one I'm talking about. All right, cool. It's a little little black salamander-looking thing, It's a, and it's made I'm, to look... I, 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 hey, I know what it is. I'm explaining to the audience. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I am so sorry. I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> and uh, it's a little black salamander-looking thing that he offers to Cece. Cece gingerly puts it on the hook, like, trying to, like, touch as little of it as possible. Mm-hmm. And she quickly sprays it with a stink spray and casts her line. Roll for Guile to make sure you don't get any of it on yourself. Um, Guile I'm actually pretty good at. Okay. But not. I probably just jinxed myself there. Yep. And while you're rolling for that, do you want to, like, use all that physical effort to throw the cast, or would you rather just drop it into the water beneath you? I want to kind of get it into the middle there. Okay. So, um, I rolled a 12, by the way, to not oh, get shit on my hands. nice. Yeah, you managed to not get stink spray all over your nice church clothes. Which, by the way, one of the things I actually did write down from last week is what you're wearing. So, keep that in mind for uh, when you guys are messing around the muddy riverbanks today, is you are all wearing your church clothes. Yes, I actually did remember that part. Thank you. <laughs> Do you need me to roll acrobatics to get it in the middle of the lake? Yes. Cool. And uh, because you actually are fishing for a bait fish with an ultralight rod and you're using it in a way that kind of is cohesive together, I'm going to give you an extra bon- uh, dice bonus on your dexterity roll. Which is? What is your dexterity roll? I rolled an 8. Okay, we'll roll another d6 and throw that on. That makes it an 11. Alright, fantastic. Uh, ultralight rods don't go very far, uh, especially when an inexperienced fisherman is throwing them, but you do the D&D, the non-D&D equivalent of rolling a crit on it. And it goes pretty far. And with a little sinker you attach to it, it just goes bloop and just goes straight to the bottom. And there is no slack on your line, which is a good thing. It's just so anytime anything decides to bite it, you will know immediately. I think I'm doing well. All right. So I want everyone who has a bait in the water to roll for what would be the equivalent of a luck stat? There really isn't one. You probably just want to roll, like, a flat 3d6. I think okay. that sounds fair. Sure. Everyone go for that. I rolled a 9. Okay. Uh, Faulkner got a 7. Yeah. 11 for Roy. Ro- okay. <clears throat> so Roy got the highest roll. So Roy is the one who gets a bite first. Hmm. I don't and, get any bonuses. I mean, cool you stuff. got a bonuses for your good-ass cast. But uh, he just got luck of the draw. And that's what a lot of fishing is at the end of the day. It's just adding a couple of different bonus stats onto luck. Mm. You mean money doesn't solve this? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Hey, as as it turns out, fish don't have a price. Yep. They just have things they want to eat. So, Roy, uh, I'm going to let you go first because you're getting a bite and that kind of demands immediate attention. What do you want to do? If you're not sure, you can roll for survival. Uh. Oh, 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 fuck, guys. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got something. Come, come here, look. And I'm um, tugging wildly at my rod that's not shaking very much. Um, and uh, as, I tug it, as I tug at my rod, uh, everyone, everyone watches me, and it becomes a uh, porno. So here we go. So, uh, <laughs> Thanks for taking it to that place. Well, fucking someone decided to fucking do the, the snort. The Sorry. Snort, yeah, right. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> someone has to be, in your rod. I don't know what you're expecting. Survival, I got a nine. Okay. Uh, you know that for most fish, if not all fish, but at least most fish, you have to set the hook whenever you get a bite in a situation like this. And by setting the hook, it means you do a quick little upward jerk with your fishing pole. Ah, of course, I set the hook. I knew that. It's, <laughs> it's inst- <laughs> Those are things I know. Are you holding a thumb over the microphone? Yes. So I hold on. I hold on to uh, my phone. All right. So I tug upwards, and my sunglasses that are on top of my head fall backwards and clank down. They clatter down on the on the deck okay. as I pull wildly at this taunt string. Okay. I'm going to need you to roll for guile here. 
Well, I need to roll for guile as well. Fuck me. All right. You gotta trick the fish. Have yeah. Logan roll it for you. Yeah, just have Logan roll it. And yeah, so you don't actually want to yank, unless it's a super armored fish, you don't want to yank as hard as you can. You want to just a little quick, subtle jerk. Otherwise, okay, you're going well, to rip uh, one the- for guile. Otherwise, you're so, going to just rip wait. the hook out of its lip. I feel like we need to know this stuff before we fish, but fair enough. So That's I why guess I, I am letting you guys roll for survival beforehand. I got it. Uh, he got a one for Guile. And this is also me teaching you guys, you know, the basics of fishing before we actually go fishing IRL. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I got a I got a one Guile roll on the one I did in a completely different channel, too, so that's perfect. Nice. What'd you get? Nice. I got a one on both channels that I rolled on. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Okie dokie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you get so excited and you yank up real hard on it, and then it's gone. Nice. Fucking shit. Fucking stupid fucking Pokemon. Never became a fucking Pokemon. Cece, while he cusses, you notice you yourself oh, are getting a bite. <gasps> oh, my line's jiggling. And she, like, kind of pulls up. Mm-hmm. Do you want to roll for Guile to set the hook? Yes. Okay. Isn't Guile... Is that a knowledge thing? It's a, it's a charm roll. It's a spirit. Oh, okay. I got a 12. Oh, wow. Okay. So... You immediately feel just like uh, what it feels like a dumbbell has just attached itself to your line and it is just yanking downwards. Everyone else on the dock with you can now see the pole that Cece's holding twisting violently and trying to yank itself out of Cece's hands. Oh, Arceus, why is it so heavy? Duke, what do you want to do? I want to firmly grasp it. What? The pole. <laughs> okay. So you want to kind of you, you kind of want to uh, dimmy more I, I, ghost I, I, situation I, I, where you just kind of like, come up I behind her and like guide yeah, her hands. I, no, I want to get like the ghost with like the pottery, but not like in that way. Yeah, just in a very or business-like CC. way. Yeah, just basically go go up around her like sway like Swayze does with the pottery. Oh but, my. <laughs> See, the but, thing she lifts is a pickle jar, so I feel like yeah, that's probably exact, a good idea. Okay, and exactly. he benches 250. <laughs> he does bench 250. So Fantastic. I get up behind her and I, I, I like get the get the rod, and I'm like, oh, you're like, we, we, we got a good one here. Okay, you're not trying to wrench it out of her hands. You're just trying to guide her, and you're trying to like be a good balancing force. I want you to roll for focus. Okay. I believe that's an untrained stat. Okay, so that's going to be 2d6. Yep. I got an 8. Okay. You assist uh, Cece. You feel the pole less likely to jump out of your hands now. It's still fighting you, and it still needs to be reeled in, but you don't think you're going to drop it now. Okay. You are a little bit steadied on this fish, but it's still... You don't work with very heavy dumbbells when you do your cardio and your jazzercise. Nope. But this definitely feels heavier than any of the dumbbells you use. That's why I got the mayor. Two whole pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's too heavy. <laughs> so what do you want to do? Do you want to try reeling it in, or do you just want to stand here and panicking? Or I'm going to try reeling it in. Roll for athletics. Oh, Lord. That's seven. Okay. You reel it in a little bit of the ways, and... At this point, anyone who has uh, a half-decent passive perception, I don't have the list right in front of me, but I think it's about half of you, you can see the fish at the surface of the water now. And it's pretty small-looking. It's a Magikarp, but it's pretty small-looking. If y'all have any experience with fishing, like, say, the mayor and probably no one else, then you would know that Magikarp are just a fighter species that feel much heavier than they actually are. Hmm. But you were set out to catch a bait fish, and if you reel it in, that's exactly what you've done. You can do it. You can do it, CC. I'm trying. It's just very heavy. <laughs> and you can feel the fish just trying to dive down from the surface of the water. It's trying to go back down to where it feels more comfortable. Wink, wink. Yeah, and this uh, this is uh, where I take control of the bird. <laughs> And uh, I tell the bird, I tell the bird, uh, I'm like, prepare, prepare for die, bird. Well, don't, don't we want him to go up to the surface, though? No, because- you want him to dive so that he will go to the surface, right? No, the bird stays on your shoulder. The bird doesn't move. No, he changes the air pressure. 
This is a very heavy pitch. <laughs> Nobody knows how the bird works. The bird just squawks, and then the air pressure around you changes. Okay, fine. I tell, I, I tell you guys, hey guys, sorry I'm back. What does the bird do again? Okay, I tell I okay I tell the I tell the bird I was like get its that. name is Junko Junior. I I tell uh, Jun, Jun, Junko Junior uh, get that fish out of that deep water. Use your pel use your pelican scream. <laughs> well, okay, we don't need to record that because we just did. <laughs> The adventure continues next episode, but in the meantime, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or whatever local podcast merchant you frequent. Leave a positive review and we'll give you an in-character shout-out. This show is a non-profit fan-based parody. All intellectual properties contained therein are owned by several other far wealthier people. The Foley work is done. Yep. <laughs>